When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Feed Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, the winning streak is over. Yeah, not a good night for me on Tuesday. If you're down and depressed like I was and you want to feel a little bit better, though, go to the Kentucky Basketball Forums. You'll feel a whole lot better about life. You'll feel like an optimist after you read some of that stuff. But let's recap the losing card for Tuesday. In college basketball, our handicap goes two and two. We back San Diego State minus the eight and a half at home against Nevada. The Aztecs played 20 minutes of great basketball. Then in the second half, they coast and cruise to an easy win and a cover for us. Then in the Big Ten, we played Illinois, the fighting Illini, minus the three and a half at Nebraska, and they won that game by 25 points. And watching the post-game interview with head coach Brad Underwood, I kind of feel like Things are starting to come together, Pepper. I like where Illinois is headed, and I plan to bet the fighting Illini a whole lot here in the next 30 to 60 days. We'll see how that goes. But then, remember, my kids gave me that calendar. It's dad jokes, bad dad jokes, and I promised to read a few on the air, so I'm going to give you one right now. The ski trip started off great, but it was all downhill from there. That's a bad joke, but that's really what my car did as well. From there, I played Wisconsin, minus the one, and I realized that Wall was not likely going to play for the Badgers, but I still felt like it was the right handicap. And for 36 minutes of basketball, it was the right handicap. The Badgers were up five, but Michigan State did not miss a shot from the field in the final nine minutes and change. And in the end, I got Izzo. Yeah, Tom Izzo got the best of me yet again. I lose not one unit, but two units because you backed that one on Twitter. So we go down in flames with the Badgers. Then in the Valley, I played Murray State plus the four at Northern Iowa. And how about this for you? Seven minutes, 48 seconds to go in the game. I'm getting four. I'm up in the game, 60 to 51. Fast forward six minutes on the clock, minute 48 to go. I still have the same 60 points. Northern Iowa explodes and they're at 69. An 18 to nothing run by the Panthers does me in, and I lose that bet. Then our OPP plays. We cash in college basketball. Thank you to Frank for giving me St. John's. You know I love my Red Storm. I cash on them back-to-back games. Oh, don't count Mike Anderson out. I think they can still be a tournament team at St. John's this year. Then a side note, in the Big East, how about DePaul? They beat Villanova for the first time in over a decade, and DePaul has the same overall and conference record as the Villanova Wildcats, and it's January. It has been a long time since I said that, so congrats to the Blue Demons on a big win. Should have played it, didn't play it, though. What we did play, I played the Cavs in the NBA. I don't even like the NBA. Why did I do that? I lost yet again on the NBA. Then in the Frozen Pond, I played the Wild and the Rangers under the six. They scored too many goals, and I lose that. Add everything up together on Better Edge. I lose $19.99 for the day. The winning streak comes to an end, but I'm still loving Better Edge and I'm still loving social betting. So please consider joining the community. Let me give you my stats. Just 10 days into the year, and I haven't been winning enough at times anyway, 
But the extra money that I make without paying the minus 110 juice that you do on the DraftKings and the FanDuel's and the BetMGM's and the offshores of the world, without having to pay that type of juice, it's positively impacted my bankroll, $55.96. With the $20 unit, that's the equivalent of 2.79 units. You prorate that out over 365 days. I am projecting as of today that betting on social betting, without all my bets getting filled, by the way, I've had winners not get filled. It is going to have a positive net impact of 102 units for the year. That's a major, major impact. So for those of you that have not signed up or even tried it, please strongly consider it. Take the free $20 that Better Edge will give you for signing up for first-time customers and at least try to fill a few wagers on Better Edge first, then go to your book because eliminating the juice will add up in the end. And by the way, if you don't like one of my plays, fade me, fill my bet, help me out, help yourself out and find a winner that way. But now, before we get to the card for Wednesday, I do have to make one other note in college basketball. Remember Dayton, they got on my 30-day list. The Dayton Flyers started 2-8 and eight this year against the spread. Since they were added to my 30-day list with a 28-point loss at Virginia Tech, Dayton is 7-0 against the spread. Uh, congrats to them, but I'm a little bitter that they go 2-8 and eight when I'm betting on them, and now they're 7-0. and oh. So now let's get to my card for Wednesday, and we start with a revenge tour play. It's our conference tournament rivalry revenge tour, and we lead off with Towson, minus the three at Delaware. So last March, Towson was the number one seed. Delaware was the number five seed. Towson was hoping for their first trip to the NCAA tournament since 1994, only to have that dream end with a 69-57 to loss to Delaware in a stunner. Fast forward to this year. Towson is expected to be near the top again in the loaded Colonial Conference, by the way. The Tigers are 10-6 and in the year, 2-1 and in the CAA. Their lone conference loss was against a ranked Charleston team in overtime. More to come about Charleston in a moment. Delaware star Jameer Nelson Jr., averaging 19.7 points per game, missed the last game against Charleston with a knee injury. And if he's out again, that'll be a major factor for Delaware. The Blue Hens are 9-7 and seven on the year, 1-2 and two in the CAA. This game would be on my card with or without the revenge angle. I am all about Towson, minus the three tonight. And let's win this one for RAS's family. I believe they're proud Towson alumni. Once again, I'm on the Taggers, minus the three at the Blue Hens. We stay in the Colonial Conference. This is a good basketball league, by the way. And uh, the next play is a marquee game. It is UNC Wilmington, plus the two and a half against Charleston. So no one in Florida is declaring this the mid-major game of the year, and he might be right. UNC Wilmington has won 13 straight. Charleston has won 15 straight. The Cougars are ranked 22nd in the country. They average over 80 points per game. Both offensive and defensive efficiency numbers are in the top 100. So that's impressive for a mid-major. North Carolina is the only team to beat Charleston this year, and they have wins over Virginia Tech, Kent State, a very good mid-major, by the way, Davidson, Richmond, and Colorado State, just to name a few. Wilmington, on the other hand, is 14-3 and in the season with losses to North Carolina, Oklahoma, and UConn. Not a bad list there, by the way. The Seahawks lack the big quality wins, but they do have nine wins this year by double digits. Charleston head coach Pat Kelsey had a great run in the Big South at Winthrop, and now in his just his second year at Charleston, he's looking to stand alone atop the conference. 
Wilmington has played a little tougher schedule. They give up eight fewer points. They shoot slightly better. Plus, they will have a packed house today looking to beat a top 25 team. And then a little bias for me here. It You know, it is the game of the year for the Seahawks. I will say that. But for me, I get to watch a Minnesota kid that I've watched since high school, Malik Harden-Hayes. Very nice young man, by the way, at least for my interactions. I'm going to grab the two and a half with Wilmington at home over Charleston. Next up, we go to the ACC. It is Virginia Tech minus the one and a half at Syracuse. So Virginia Tech expects to get a key guard back from an injury tonight and hopefully can save their once promising season for the Hokies. It's hit hard times of late with four consecutive conference losses, but they've all been competitive by five points or less. This should be a highly focused and motivated team on the road tonight. Meanwhile, Syracuse, they're 10 and six in the year, three and two in the ACC, coming off a seven point loss at Virginia. The Hokies showed their upside when healthy early in the season. They beat North Carolina, Dayton, and Oklahoma State in three consecutive games. This is a team that ranks in the top 60 in efficiency on both sides of the court. Yeah, got to remember, though, never count Jimmy Beheim teams out, but I feel like they're catching the Hokies at the wrong time. So I'm going to lay the one and a half with Virginia Tech on the road at Syracuse. Then the final game of the card for you is in the WAC Conference. It's Utah Valley. Minus the one at California Baptist. So Cal Baptist is coming off an impressive road win at New Mexico State. They've won two straight. They're 10 and seven overall, two and two in the whack. And they have a power five win at Washington this year. The Lancers do play good defense. They give up just 63 points per game. And eh, well, let's remember, they've played the weakest whack schedule, I guess. Utah Valley, on the other hand, is 4-0 in the conference, 13 and four overall, and winners of 10 straight with wins over BYU and Oregon so far this year. Utah State has good defensive efficiency metrics. They score nine more points per game. They shoot a little better. They rebound a little better. This will likely be a nail-biter on the road, but I'm going to back Mark Madsen and his Wolverines of Utah Valley, minus the one at California Baptist. So let's recap your card for a Wednesday. I'm on Towson, minus the three at Delaware. I'm on UNC Wilmington plus the two and a half against Charleston. I'm on the Hokies of Virginia Tech, minus the one and a half at Syracuse. And I'm on Utah Valley, minus the one at California Baptist. So that's your card for a Wednesday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.